Incredible edibles start with Loran. Professional bakery emulsions, super strength flavors, and candy mixes from Loran make it easier than ever to create your own delicious edible experience. Bite Me listeners in the contiguous 48 receive 15% off their order at loranoils.com. Just enter Bite Me 15 at checkout. For listeners outside the 48, email customercare at loranoils.com for a list of distributors and retailers near you and tell them Marge sent you. Welcome back, friends. This week, we're making a spicy roasted red pepper pasta. Welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles, where I help you take control of your high life. I'm your host and certified Ganger Marge, and I love helping cooks make safe and effective edibles at home. I'm so glad you're here, and thank you for joining me today. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. I'm looking forward to doing this recipe or talking about it with you because I've already done this recipe and I enjoyed it a couple of times, actually. I love leftovers. I don't know about you, but that is one of my favorite things because it's kind of a cook once, enjoy twice scenario. And luckily for me, depending on what I've made, the leftovers go to me. I feel like if you're the one doing the cooking, you should get first dibs on the leftovers. That's my personal opinion. Controversial as it may be, I'm sticking with it. You cook, you get first dibs. That's the way it ought to be. So if you disagree with me, then I'm happy to entertain your opinion on the matter. You can always send me an email, shoot me a message on Instagram, or use the podcast hotline. That's another option too. And you can let that fiery opinion go via voice message. In any case, before we get into this week's recipe, the cannabis fact of the week. Because I feel like I need to make more use of my soundboard and I probably need to add more sounds to it. But that's just one of the little projects that it come when it comes to the podcast always seem to go to the bottom of the list and then never make it to the top. So maybe one of these days I'll, I'll have different sounds that I can try out. But this cannabis fact is a simple one. Cannabis seeds were used as a food source in China as early as 6,000 BC. That's a long time, a long time ago that they've been making use of cannabis seeds. And it's interesting, when I say cannabis seeds, whenever I think about that, I think of like the hemp seeds you buy in the store which I buy all the time and use in smoothies. And often I'll put them on salads and that kind of thing because hemp seeds are so nutritious. I have read that they are the perfect blend of omega-3 to omega-6 fatty acids. They're one of the most nutritionally complete foods that you can eat. So of course I like to sprinkle them liberally on all kinds of things, but it seems as though the Chinese back in 6000 BC were also making use as of cannabis seeds as a food source. But when I think of cannabis seeds in this context, I think of the ones that would be like in like the ones you would grow. And I guess you could eat those. I guess this, the, the hemp seed, we're just using the shelled ones and you're buying them in the package, but they'd have a nice crunch to them if they were still in the shell. And I'm sure they would be just as fine to eat, but it seems like if you're doing that, then then would you not be eating seeds that you could be growing too? It's a really good question. Hmm. But this, uh, this little fun fact came from the first, th- first 12,000 years, a book written by 
Ernest Abel. And I actually found some of these fun facts, these cannabis facts on a website that actually provided references, which I really appreciate because sometimes you read this stuff and you're like, is this, is this stuff true? I mean, how do you back that up? I did actually ask chat GPT for some fun facts recently, and it spat out several facts that looked interesting, but many of which I couldn't verify the veracity of those facts. So they're kind of useless in some ways, unless I take the time to look it up, but that sort of defeats the purpose of using chat GPT in the first place. So I digress. This AI stuff is interesting and yet not necessarily the panacea that we're hoping it will be for eliminating some tasks, rote tasks that you're doing. It's kind of fun to play around with anyway, though. Now, shall we get into this week's recipe? I think we should. I've probably blathered on long enough. And this spicy roasted red pepper pasta was fantastic. I mean, who doesn't love a good pasta recipe? It is one of the great things that I find is nice for a weeknight because a lot of the times they aren't necessarily overly complicated or time consuming to create. So if you want a healthy dish that you can put on the table, then pasta recipes often fall into that category. And you can go out and eat Italian food, or you can impress your dinner guests with this easy, flavorful dish. And I think you'll enjoy it as much as I did. Now, I found it was spicy, but I did leave out a couple things, so it wasn't super spicy, but I'm sure you could make this one with some real zip if you wanted to, if spice is your thing, or you could dial it back a little bit as well. The great thing about this dish is that you can also infuse it a couple different ways, like in the sauce. That's how I did it. And and or you could drizzle some of the infused olive oil on the top of the dish because I find olive oil just goes so well with pasta that I often put it on extra or right on the, I guess you can't really put it right on the pasta in this particular one. You'll find out why in a few minutes, but either way will work. So that is something else that's kind of nice about this dish. I was using an infused CBD olive oil for this particular one. It was an, it was from Flower and Pharma, Ola Oil. They actually sent this to me because I've been chatting with the creator behind behind this, uh, I guess not directly with the creator, but with somebody involved in her company. And I'm always interested in trying these things out before I recommend them. But they sent me a selection of a few different oils and they were actually really nice. The olive oil is lovely. I'll link to them in the show notes. I have no like affiliation or anything like that, but but I am hoping to have the creator on as a guest at some point. So that's something that I'm working on behind the scenes for you guys. But they have a few different olive oils or yeah, I guess they were all olive oils. Some of them were flavored with some other interesting ingredients though, just really make it fun. So they had the olive ola hemp oil. There was also a sesame ginger and an orange cardamom. That's what I was trying to think. And they were lovely. Oh, there's a vanilla wallet, walnut as well. I didn't get that one. Hmm. In any case, it was uh, a nice way to infuse this particular pasta dish. Because once again, if you're new to this show, then you know that, or if you're new to this show, you might not know that my mother-in-law lives with us. He lives with my spouse and I. It's been sort of an adventure for the last year. She is elderly and needed a little extra care. And all her kids have grown up and flown the coop. And about a year after that happened, after the last one left, well, my mother-in-law decided that she couldn't be on her own any longer. So that's been quite interesting. And as much as I would love to dose her with some THC, I'm pretty sure that that would not be ethical to do. 
She has tried a few of my edibles before, but they're pretty low dose and I don't think they did anything. She experiences quite a bit of pain. So she is on some medications, medications for all kinds of different things. So really, it's not even so much that I don't want to give her THC because I think she might tolerate it quite well. But it's also more because I'm not, I don't want to be responsible for something bad happening to her because there was some kind of contra, there was some kind of interaction with the medication that she's on. She takes pills in morning and night, numerous different ones. I have no idea really what they are. Her doctor does. And that's something that older adults have to be mindful of. Actually, not even just older adults, any adult, anybody. If you're using cannabis and you're taking medications of any kind, you probably should have a chat with your doctor about the interactions between the two, because sometimes they can cause unexpected problems. And so here's my PSA of the day. Talk to your doctor. Mention to them that you're using that you're using cannabis. So they're at least aware of it so they know when they're prescribing things to you that this is something that you're using. And of course, with the doctor-patient confidentiality, they can't really say shit about it, even if you're living in a place where it's not legal. And that would be a dick move anyway. So I know a lot of doctors aren't necessarily very educated when it comes to the subject of cannabis. So that is something that you do confront even here in Canada. I know my spouse was looking into cannabis for various things to help him with some health conditions. And the doctor actually knew absolutely nothing about cannabis and was not really open to the idea of recommending it at all either. Now, this doctor was pretty old and had been to medical school many, many moons ago, but you do run into that because I'm not sure how much time they spend talking about cannabis in med school as it is. So oftentimes patients can come in and know quite a bit more than their own doctors, but that is some of the challenges of dealing with the medical system. But informing them that you're using cannabis is probably smart if you're on any kind of medication, regardless of your age. So again, my PSA of the day. Now, this pasta dish from Chef Carolina Galen, she was the creator of the deep fried olive recipe that I did for last week's episode. And if you love olives, you're going to want to try that one out because it was fantastic. I mean, deep fried olives, who doesn't love that? Deep fried and battered olives. Mm, they were so good. And I actually added a video to the webpage for that because I enjoyed them with my daughter, who is also an olive lover and just kind of fun and silly, something that we put together. And I was going to try and do that with some of the other edibles that I made, but uh, something I wanted to do going forward, but I didn't do it for this week because I kind of forgot about it and I ate, I ate it. I ate it. I can't help it. It was good. If you don't love olives, there's lots of other recipes that you can try out in lieu of that one. I'm always updating the recipes page because I also realized that this is episode 191 and now I've done a ton of interviews. And so, of course, it, there haven't been 191 recipes, but there's been quite a few. And there's not nearly that many on the recipes page. So as I go along, as I find which ones are missing, I've been trying to add them back onto the page so that you have all the recipes easily found in one spot. Although the website is searchable, so you can also find recipes, hopefully, for what you're looking for that way as well. But occasionally I do come across like... Uh, a keyword or something that seems to be missing or a recipe that isn't where it should be. So I'm always trying to fix that stuff. And if you ever do come across something that isn't working properly on the website and you feel moved by the spirit of cannabis, please let me know. I would really appreciate it. This website is becoming a bit of a beast. There's a lot of pages on it and I could probably spend almost all day every day just tweaking things on this website to make it run properly and work as it should. But 
I don't have time for that. <laughs> there's so many other things to do to try. And there's so many other things that I'm doing. So if you ever do come across something, shoot me a message if it's not working the way it ought to, because I would really appreciate it having those extra eyes working out, looking out there for me. Now back to the recipe. So again, this is an easy weeknight recipe that claims to take about 10 minutes of prep time. It probably took me a little bit longer than that, but I could say that's pretty close. I can be pretty slow sometime. sometimes. It did call for anchovies as an optional ingredient, which I did not personally include, mainly because I could hear the chorus of opinions now, like what's that smell and like, you know, all that kind of shit. And sometimes I'm just not in the mood for it. And I didn't have anchovies and I didn't pick any up when I bought this other ingredients for this particular recipe. But it also calls for some pretty basic stuff like shy shallots. And, you know, I bought a box of shallots recently and it seems like so many recipes that I've been working with as of late are calling for them. So I'm so happy that I have them on hand. I would highly recommend that you pick up some shallots the next time that you're out at the grocery store because they'll keep for one. So that's kind of nice, but they're just nice to have so that when a recipe calls them, like, hey, I have that. Now, if you don't have them on hand, no big deal. There are substitutions at the end of the this particular recipe and you can use like regular yellow or red onions if you don't have those. But it's just nice when you're like, hey, I already have that in stock. You're obviously going to need pasta. It calls for whatever pasta you want. I used penne. I think in penne pasta, you will also need garlic, chili flakes, rough crushed peppercorns, which I ground up in a mortar and pestle because I was feeling fancy. I skipped the cayenne pepper that it calls for because if I made it too spicy, then dear old Gloria wouldn't be able to tolerate it at all. It did have a little heat, like I mentioned earlier, but I said nothing and neither did she. So I consider that a win because usually she doesn't hesitate to give you her opinion about stuff, even though most of the time you don't ask for it. But she didn't say anything about it being too spicy. And I did think I had a little bit of kick, but she usually finds anything like beyond like black pepper spicy. So that's why I left the cayenne out. Otherwise I would, if it was just Chris and I eating, I definitely would have included it because I love spice. It calls for fresh basil, a jar of roasted red peppers, which I just realized right now that you're supposed to drain and rinse. And I did drain them, but I did not rinse them. And I wonder what kind of difference that would have made. So if you are making this recipe, do, do rinse them because it'll probably end up better than the version that I made. It calls for heavy cream, Parmesan, pasta water, which I also forgot to do. I was like, what the hell was I thinking when I was making this recipe? I think I feel like I missed a few different things. I must have been distracted, but I was able to sort of get some pasta water from the drained pasta, but not the full quarter cup that it called for. So I had to make do. So if you can remember, use the pasta water. It calls for olive oil and you're going to need some regular and some infused olive oil. She does offer substitutions, like I said, at the bottom of the recipe. So I'll include those when I when I put the, together the recipe. Things like how much dried basil to use. If you don't want to use cream because you're not using dairy products, the substitutions for that. can't remember what else. I'll also link to her website. Last time I checked, this recipe was not on her website. So I guess sometimes she's behind on adding recipes to her site, just like me, which is kind of nice to know. I'm not the only one who's behind on things it feels like at all times. But there are some lovely recipes on there. And of course, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know, you can take some of those wonderful internet recipes out there and infuse them to your preference and anything can become an edible, which is wonderful because some people, myself included, I love a good brownie or a good infused cookie or whatever the case is. But sometimes you just want something else. You just want, you just 
want to branch out. And that's the beautiful thing about culinary cannabis is that almost anything can become an edible with a little bit of creativity. Do check out her website. And this this dish was pretty easy to make. So you're going to boil your pasta, but you don't cook it completely through. You cook your shallots, garlic, and spices on the stove. Then you add your roasted red peppers and basil, and you let those cook a little bit. And then you add everything to the blender. You let it cool for a few minutes. You're adding the cream and olive oil. And this is where I added the infused olive oil. And then you blend it up, put it back in the pan, simmer it, and then you add your undercooked pasta for a few more minutes until it's ready. And then you serve it. I mean, as I say, it took me 30 seconds to say, it really doesn't take that long to put together. That's pretty much it. And the nice thing, because you're blending some of this, you're blending the the sauce that's going with the pasta, you don't have to spend a lot of time dicing the garlic or the pepper. You don't even have to chop the the basil. I did it anyway. I threw it into the pan. I picked it off the stems, threw it into the pan. And so that was pretty nice. So it doesn't, the prep time is less because you're blending the sauce in the end. So something a little more rough chopped works just fine. Now, if you're looking for more of a kick, you could do a side salad with this, with, with an infused dressing. And sometimes even having like a basic balsamic vinaigrette that's infused is a wonderful way to sort of add a little extra something to your meal. Or perhaps, you know, you're like me and you have somebody at your table that can do the CBD infused uh, pasta sauce, but uh, not the THC. So you could do complement both and then you have a bit of a ratio, which is also nice. But, or you can, you know, dose each salad individually. And I do believe I've done a balsamic vinaigrette on this show as well. So make sure I link to that in the show notes too, because I feel like having a basic Uh, dressing like that is always worth having in your pantry. So that's another way to either up the dose or if the pasta itself is something you don't want to infuse, then by all means do the side salad and have your balsamic vinaigrette or other dressing. I just think the balsamic vinaigrette would be a really nice compliment to this particular dish. And again, so many different ways to infuse things, so many ways to tall to tailor it to whoever is sitting around the table with you. And that's another thing I like about infused foods is you know, you can get creative with not only the ingredients, what's going into it, but how you dose things and when and where. Oh, taking control of your high life. It's so wonderful, isn't it? So I believe that's it. That's all the tips and tricks I've got for this particular recipe. Try not to be as distracted as I was so that you don't dump out all the pasta water. You don't you forget to rinse your, your roasted red peppers and that kind of thing. But if you know somebody that would enjoy this episode, please consider sharing it. As always, you can talk to me in the ways that I mentioned earlier. I'm also going to mention, consider joining the Edibles Enthusiast email newsletter. I send those out about once a month and it allows you to stay up to date with news and events, questions for guests, giveaways, that kind of thing that helps keep these episodes timeless. So I'm not bringing up stuff that is relevant only at a certain point in the timeline of our history. Consider using the products and services on the Marge Recommends page, which will help you make great edibles at home. I'm your host, Marge. And until next week, my friends, stay high.